Hey everybody, I'm Boogie. I'm Head. And this is Block Talk. We are Cement Block Productions. We're a small production company, minority owned by the way, that helps small businesses grow their social media platform. And this is our podcast. Me and TJ have been friends for quite some time and we met in the craziest of places. Yeah, prison. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing it just to, you know, further everything for us business-wise and, you know, just trying to stay out the way. It's entertainment. It's fun. That's all it is. Yeah. And we cover a wide range of topics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to say the three S's. Sports, society, and simps. Because we got a problem with all three. And you realize that me and Head agree on a lot, but there are some things that we will just not see eye to eye on. And that's fine, because that's part of podcasting. Anyway, we hope you enjoy the episode and you continue to enjoy it. And uh, follow us on Instagram at cementblock underscore productions, on TikTok, on Instagram, all that good jazz. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe the video on YouTube also. Yeah, if you want to follow us personally, my Instagram is da underscore honcho, H-O-N-C-H-O-5-9. And with that, enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, welcome to Block Talk. I'm Boogie. I'm Hancho. So two things really quick. First and foremost, I want to shout out to my baby sister Rose. Happy birthday. Turning 25. Love you as always. Hey Rose, happy birthday. Um, Second thing, I want to shout out Splash World Radio. They've shouted us out like three weeks in a row, bro. And uh, I appreciate it so much, man. It's all love. All love to Pineapple Dan, the man, and uh, Slim Burton. Uh, We had such a great time with Pineapple Dan, man, on the show. And Slim, we got to get you on here too, bro. Shout out to Splash. I sent people y'all way so y'all get some more followers also and so they can view in. I told them, check y'all out. Because Slim be killing it with them songs too, man. Them unreleased songs, man. And that's what the dudes look for. He's like, man, I be looking for music. He was... He trying to start a podcast and all that. I talked to him about it and I told him, you know, that's somebody they can follow as far as music-wise doing podcasts. Yeah, and if you want to follow them, they're the next big come up in radio slash podcast. It's splash dot W-U-R-L-D splash dot world dot radio. Shout out, man. All love. Now, get into the episode. So, uh, just a hold my nuts update real quick. Again, we have five hold my nuts on Boston versus Golden State. As of today, uh, Boston is up two games to one, which me and Tom were talking about a little bit about off the podcast. But I just want to say, hopefully by next week, hold my nuts will officially be done here on the show for the first time ever. And it will be glorious. Yes, I'm, I'm waiting for my win to come through. because It's, it's going to be crazy. You know, Golden State, I think they just toying. They have up and down games. They're so, toying and hey, getting blown out by but double But I digits. think Curry did get hurt or injured by uh, that guy on Boston Horford. He, Al Horford? Yeah, Al Horford. They got into a little scuffle at you know for a loose ball and hurt my boy uh, Curry. He's going to be playing next game, but... Yeah, he was sitting on the bench. The excuses come early. That's what I'm yeah. hearing. The excuses come early. Now, he playing, so I ain't got no excuse. I think the rest of the team can still beat him without him. Yeah? Yeah. 
So, listen, I wanted to talk real quick because, again, it is a special episode for my sister. It's her birthday coming up. I'm going to be honest. I, my view on birthdays changed somewhere. I don't, I, also that, I think. Because, you know, it's like, you don't, first, you barely tell anybody your birthday. Because it's not really a big deal. Like, you might tell, like, your partners. Because it's like, hey, bro, it's like, it's my birthday or whatever. So, I'm going to do something small. But, like, don't tell nobody. Like, I just want it to be us. Because you remember for Nitty's birthday, he didn't tell nobody but us. And it was just us three. And then we, uh, I think at the time I still worked at the kitchen. So, I sold some chicken patties to get us some noodles. Yeah, you had hustled up a meat pack, and then I think Nitty got the condiments, and then we were able to make like a little spread for his birthday. Yeah, we did something for his birthday, and Black Tony kind of knew. Oh, yeah, Black Tony Black also Tony. helped out a lot. Shout out Black Tony. Yeah, still can't reach you. Don't know why. Wherever you are on the Wherever internet, you if you're at. seeing this, bro, we both really tried to hit you up. Yeah, tried to find you. I mean, because of him, I watched The Sopranos, which you were correct. Great show. I didn't watch it. Listen, two HBO shows that are old from the 90s that are excellent The Sopranos. And Oz. Oz? No bullshit? Man, look, man, I, 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 I can't watch Oz. Look, you know what's crazy? Oz fucked me up when I was little. Look, I watched Oz with my brother, right? And we were watching it, and he was so blown away where he was like, is this pretty accurate to prison? I said, I can honestly say this is the most accurate depiction of prison I've ever seen. Because, you know, most of them, they make it like this weird, crazy shit. Where this one, it's like, it's but, pretty like, but see, yeah, I've seen I, all this shit happen. Oz was doing that in the in early the 90s. 2000s, 90s. Yeah. That's when I was seeing it. Yeah. When my when my dad and my mom was watching, and I was I, I didn't see when I it came was out. Fucked up. Yeah. About and you still seeing, win, huh? <laughs> did did scare you enough? Up that, I was saying, scare you enough. But it scared the shit out of me. Like yeah. really watching them. Like, nah, that really can't be how prison is. And then going and doing Bro. eight and a half years, I'm like, I don't watch. I really rarely watch prison shows because I sit there and be like, oh, that's not real. Uh, yeah, see, I, see, I do that's that all the it. time, bro. Because like sometimes you see all this extra politicking where you're just like, that would never happen. Yeah, I'd be like, and I or like somebody like, gets caught stealing something, and they have like a like a two hour discussion where I'm like, that would never that, happen. That just happened. I was watching, uh, I, I don't know the name of it, but I it's when they put people inside. Oh, for uh, I think uh, it's like uh, some, I don't thirty know. days in, some shit like yeah, that. Ninety like days that. in, whatever. And they and I was watching one yesterday. And these dudes went and jumped a guy because he was acting stiff and shit like that. My girl like, is 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 that how it really works? I was like, no. I'm like, not really. Cause see, I watch it's, stuff too it's, sometimes it's where it's different. like, oh, this is real, and I'm like, no, this is staged. Yeah. Because sometimes, like I said, like there'll be a dude who they're saying is being like overly nice or over respectful, and I'm like, that's how everybody is in prison. I'm like, everybody's like super over respectful. Yeah. I was like, everyone's generally nice. I said, you rarely just run into somebody who's just like a dry asshole. But yeah. Like for no reason. And I, I had some of my girl, I'm like, bro, it's it's really how the shit was playing out. I'm like, they're, for one, they weren't in prison. They were in a county. Oh, no, yeah, they were in county. Which so, county's so also say, different, though. I say the county is different because, yeah, you got these aggressive niggas. You got I, shit trying to play out in a certain way. In prison, a lot of them dudes wouldn't act that way because of structure and politics. I want to actually ask you something about that because I was telling somebody, I think county is harder time than prison. Cause it look, is. So look, I was, I, was in, I was at work, right? And this dude had these like tattoos or whatever and it looks like prison artwork. So I asked him, I said, oh, have you been to prison? And then they started a joke and they were like, oh, county don't count, city don't count. I was like, fuck you. I did two years in county. I was like, bro, county's hard time. Yeah. I was like, I did two years in county and then I did uh, three and a half in prison. And I was like, county was by far the harder time. One, everything's more expensive. Two, everybody's aggravated. Nobody has parole, so nobody has no reason to be good. Yeah. Because it's like some niggas are facing life. Some people are facing 65. And this, these are young niggas because you and me have the same type of crime. So, you know, you're going to aggravate a tank 
Or niggas that like have big numbers. Aggravated robbery, aggra- uh, murder, capital, uh, murder, capital murders, uh, uh, shooting people, aggravated arson, assault, aggravated assault with a deadly like it's, weapon. it's the worst of the worst is where we were housed. Yeah, basically. the highest of the highest. Only I, thing that wasn't housed with us that was higher is like high profile. Yeah, like but that's because they can. Yeah, and they was sick by themselves. Yeah, but anything other than that, I was laying next but, to them. But yeah, to me though, like I said, county was way harder because it's like again, bro, you don't know when you're getting out. You have no outdate. And the whole time, like I said, having to go to court once a month, bro, is the most stressful shit ever. Even though everybody wants to play off, like, I know I'm going to get it set off. I know I'm going to be back in a year. I don't give a fuck. Every time, even though I tell myself that, when I'm sitting there, I'm like, this might be the day I go home. Like, yeah, this might be you the- always thinking like, damn, maybe some magical shit can happen. And with me, I didn't have a bail. I couldn't bail out. Yeah, same. I was on another case previously. Yeah. So when I caught my robberies, I couldn't bail out. See, They gave me uh, bonds for my robberies but held me on the other charge so i was stuck in there so i knew it was no way even yeah. if my people came over to money it was no way i had to sit in there and i sat in there 18 months. see i had thirty thousand dollar bail the first time i went and shout out to my dad he told me he's like i could bail you out or i could get you a lawyer and i knew if he got me a lawyer bro i was like i'm not gonna change shit like i'm gonna go right back to these streets and i'm gonna fuck up so i was like give me the lawyer because i also thought i was like bro because i remember the first time i went to court with a court appointed lawyer and then they came back and said, they're offering 75 years. But I'm, no bullshit, I have never felt this feeling again in my life. My knees literally went weak under me. And I was like, I was like, bro, I was like, I'm 17 years old. I was like, I'm going to die in prison, bro. Because, you know, I don't know about parole. Yeah. You know, you're 17, you're scared. So it's like, and again, bro, it's my, it is my second day. Now, listen, I just want to tell everybody about the terrible experience I had in my first day in prison. Okay. I get locked up. I, I'm in holding. They lose my paperwork. So I'm in holding for an extra long time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm eating bologna sandwiches with ice on them longer than anybody else. Cold. Sleep, sleep on concrete on my shoe. Okay? Now, to make it worse, they finally send me up to, my, to my, my place where I'm sleeping at. They finally send me up there. And it's like midnight, one in the morning. I get there. Young niggas. This is back when they still had those youngster, youngster tanks. tanks. So no one's over 25. No one's over 25. And everybody woke. It's, what? Bro, it's to the point where the guards are so mad. They have all the lights on. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like ain't it? I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm like, oh, ain't, it, ain't it midnight? Like, it's, it's late, isn't it? I, I haven't slept. I got so many bags under my eyes, bro. I get in there, and this black dude came up to me. And he was like, what's your name? Where are you from? I was like, my name's Boogie. I'm from the north side. And then he's like, all right, that's what's up. I'm from the north side, too. I'm from Spring Branch. Which at the time, I'm like, oh, that's not really no time. <laughs> but I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I tend just a line. Like, yeah. that's just, anything above is north, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, Let me be real. That's how it works. So, and then if, you, if you're from West Houston, you're fucked. Because you're either from the Southwest or you're white from Katy. But anyway, so I'm there, right? They're like, oh, we're from the north side, blah, 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 blah. Some random dude stood up and he's like, fuck that, dog. We're from the SWAT over here. And it's all south side all day, every day. And I was like... I mean, good for you, dog. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm like, well, so where's my bunk at? Like, I'm tired as shit. And then the biggest, blackest man I have ever seen in my life. They, look, now listen. Y'all can think whatever y'all want. The prison is inherently racist. They call this nigga Shadow. He was so dark. I couldn't tell you that man's real name to this day. He was so dark, they called him Shadow. Now, look, this is the biggest 22-year-old I've ever seen, bro. He's huge. He's like 6'5", 6'6". Obviously, it should be in the NBA or something. <laughs> like, you, you took a real wrong turn in your life somewhere. You could, you could sneeze and dunk. But anyway, that's regardless. I remember that dude told me, he's like, your mat's better than mine. 
I was like, I appreciate you letting me know I got a good man, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this is my shit. And I was like, okay, so where's, where's my bunk at, though? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to find a rack. I didn't know they're bringing me in a... Do you remember those, uh, no, the, the lowriders? Yeah, lowriders. Oh, son. Oh. Hard piece of plastic. Anyway, oh. they bring me a lowrider. I didn't know I'm waiting for a lowrider. So I'm looking around. There ain't no beds. And I'm like, Where, where's my bed at? And then the dude just came up and he's like, I want your mat. And I was like, I was like, well, you can't have my mat. Mom, <laughs> they gave me this mat. I'm pretty sure they gave you a mat. Now listen. I've never been hit hard in my life. <laughs> it still beat the shit out of me, okay? It's my first day. It's midnight. I beat the shit out of me. Beat the shit out of me. The guards come in to bring me the lowrider, right? They rush me to the bathroom. They're like, he's taking a shit. We'll take the lowrider. They put the lowrider in the corner. I come back to the lowrider. There's a thin piece of plastic. This nigga took the stuffing out <laughs> and shoved it in the mat he just took from me. So I'm like, oh no, this ain't gonna happen. Because then all of a sudden... Now it's like everybody's just watching to see what I'm going to do type shit. So there's so much tension. And I can tell everybody's looking at me. So I go up to him and I'm like, hey, that's my mat. And he was like, no, it's my fucking mat. Like, that's, that's it. It is what it is. That's, this is my mat. What you going to do about it? And then I tried to say something smart and it just took off on me. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. So he took off and he beat the shit out of me again. Now it's like one in the morning. I go back. Now look. After I get beat up again, bro, I go wash my face. I come back again, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm so tired. Please give me my mat back, cause I'm like, at this point, I'm like, listen, I, I just tough shit is over. I'm like, please give my mat back. I'm so tired. I need to rest. And then he's like, bro, get the fuck out my face. I'm gonna just keep beating you up. And I'm like, well, if I don't leave here with a mat, bro, I'm just gonna get beat up again, man, cause I need a mat. And he was like, you want to get beat up again behind this mat? I'm like, that's a fact. <laughs> that's, I was like, look, man, I got to go to sleep, and I, I need a mat for that. He beat the shit out of me again. <laughs> so after he beat the shit out of me again, right, I started realizing the pattern, Tommy. <laughs> the next time, I didn't go back and ask. <laughs> I, so I went over there, right, looking sad to my bunk, and I just kind of sat there for a second. And I was thinking, I was like, I have two choices right now. I could go back for this fucking mat again. Or I could just sit here yeah. because somebody told me this is when I knew I had a choice because when I went to go sit down on that small piece of plastic, somebody was like, hey, well, why are you just giving shit away? Go ahead. Give me them shoes. Huh? And then, yeah, huh. that's when I knew I was like, there is a choice to be made. now. <laughs> I was like, either I got to get this fucking mat back or I am a whole asshole. And, you know, I'm thinking like in the street where like I'm taking this loss personal. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I didn't realize that like jail. So for people that don't know, jail is different. You can take an L and people look at you like respect with respect because they're like, at least he got out there. Yeah. Where like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm just getting my ass beat. Like there's I'm not touching this dude because he's so big, I can't touch him. I'm just getting my ass beat. So there's no respect being given. It's like you're just getting an ass whooping. So then afterwards, after after that dude told me, if you're gonna give a shit away, go ahead, give me your shoes. And he's just kinda like standing over me, and I'm like, I'm like, just give me a second. <laughs> Give me a second right now. I just need a breather. And then he was like, you got one chance, little dog. And then he like moved away. Which, by the way, turns out that kid was like 19. I'm like, why you call me little? Like, nigga, we... When they beat people up, they call them whatever they want. No, this was one of the dudes that beat me up. This is no, somebody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. They'll call you whatever. They'll call you a peon and everything. Yeah. So then, I sit there for a little bit. And I was like, all right, I have a decision to make. And I made my decision. So I act like I was going to go back to the bathroom again, right? I don't go back to the bathroom. I'm walking. That nigga sitting there fluffing up the new mat he just, he just made. I take off on his ass. I'm like, fuck it, bro. I'm going to give me one. I'm like, at the very minimum, I'm going to get one. So I hit him with just a quick two-piece, just pop, pop. And then he beat the shot of me again. And then 
I go back again to get the mat, right? So this is like the fifth time I'm coming back, bro. He literally just got so tired of beating me up. He was like, honestly, he's like, I'm just tired of beating the shit out of you. <laughs> he's like, you're really not going to give up for this mat. I was like, I'm not going to give up, bro. Like, this is like, I got to get this mat back. The nigga took out some of the stuff and gave it back to me. And then I just went, I laid down, I passed out. Now, mind you, I don't know what time it is. I don't know. I got caught at three in the morning. <laughs> it's like 2.30. Cause I like, <laughs> I swear I blinked and they're like, Hernandez, Hernandez. Who's from Tartar fucking asses Hernandez? Like they're yelling at me and I'm like, uh-huh, what? And they're like, you have court. I was like, what that mean? They're like, get your shit ready. You got to go. I'm like, court? What time do I got court? So I'm talking to somebody else because I'm like, hey, what time is court? They're like, they'll see you about like 8 o'clock. I'm like, it's like 3 in the morning. Why the fuck they need me now? And they're like, oh, it's your first time. I was like, yes, nigga, I'm 17. Of course my first time. And that was the worst first day of my prison, of my prison experience. Now, I never had anything like it again because, like I said, I mean, I make this joke all the time, but I'm like, I'm charismatic. People like me. But when you meet a bunch of aggravated niggas that just want to test you, they don't give a fuck how charismatic you are. See, it's funny because I've had that kind of incident in county and then my first day in prison. I don't know if I told you about the first day in prison. No, you never. We never went through this, actually. Surprisingly. I, uh, my first day in county, I go in. It's me and another guy. We go in on Fridays. We went in Did you on go to 701? No, this time I went to Little Baker. Oh, you went to 1200? I went to, to 1200 because I was on my, uh, they, they housed me first over there until they moved me to Big Baker. See, I went there because I was 17, so you have to go there. Yeah, see, I was, I was 18 or, yeah, I was 18. Yeah, they have to take there, you there. That's where the youngster tanks were. Yeah, I went to the youngster tanks. So me and this guy walk in. Now, as soon as we walk in, it's count time. So everybody is downstairs already. Yeah. So we walk in and it's a female guard walking us up the stairs, Miss Jones. I remember she from Acres Home, I know her brother. We going in there, boom. Shout out Miss Jones. Shout out Miss Jones. Shout out uh Gator, you know, RP. So we uh going upstairs and a group of black dudes was like, Oh yeah, my nigga, we're gonna we gonna look at that shit when you come down here. Yeah, we're gonna beat your bitch ass when you come down here. So now, my first time. You got a I'm choice. Like, you got a choice. Huh. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. This is real. Bro, I don't know, that pit in your stomach? Yeah, because, look, it, it was different. Be real, they, they, did you have the, because I had the first thought where they were all checking me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get jumped. Like, I'm going to get beat up by everybody. So I'm like, fuck, and I can't seem like, I'm not weak. I don't mind You can't fighting. seem scared, though, yeah. But it was like, damn. Like, listen, I don't, I don't give a fuck about seeming weak. I was scared my first I, day I in jail. I wasn't scared. It I was, was scared. Just, I was it was like, damn, fuck. I don't, I'm thinking about stabbings and shit like yeah, that. I'm not okay. thinking about a straight fight. Yeah. So I'm walking. The guy behind me didn't say nothing. Yeah. So I didn't look back because I didn't want to look at make it seem like I hope you're talking to you type shit. <laughs> so I just kept going. <laughs> so the, when we got up, was he there, also black? Yeah, he was okay. black. It was okay. me and so the female garment Jones. She was like, "Don't worry." You know what women say? Don't worry. They're just talking shit. They really not. Yeah, because they try to calm the situation yeah. down. They don't put know. Put your put your stuff up and then go back downstairs. So in my head, I'm like, go go back downstairs. I, I wanted to stay up here. I, I know what was going on. Yeah. I thought they was just down there. Yeah. It was count time. Like they was just chilling. So, yeah. So, we go put the stuff up, and we come back downstairs. So, we get in line. Boom. They ain't not saying nothing now. Yeah. Nobody's saying nothing. So, we get in line. Boom. They do count. The guards go back upstairs. Everybody start moving tables and chairs. So, I'm like, what? I go sit in one of the chairs. They got moved. Yeah. Like, Please don't be talking to me. Like, they ain't <laughs> saying nothing. They're like, yeah, my nigga, what's up? The other black guy who was on side of me, he like, so. yeah, he was like, man, I don't give a fuck, da-da-da. What I found out was he was a weekender. 
So, you know, they come in Oh, he came seven. in every weekend. They came in okay. from 5, uh, like 5 o'clock on Saturday, on uh, Friday, to like 5 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, I know that at first. Yeah. He had beef with them from Prior, previous time. Okay. So, they got in a fight. When I say, I don't, you know, I don't believe in God, but I sure thank baby Jesus that was born in a manger that they wasn't <laughs> talking to me. And from then, like, I'm the same as you. Everybody fuck with me. I'm cool. Yeah. I got in a couple fights. But it was over other shit. But I was like, whew. Yeah. That was that was an escape. Yeah. Then I get to prison. Yeah. And it was a whole nother change. Yeah. I get there. I See, beat everybody. See, was it also different with you? Because, so, when I first went into the county, right, I was still banging at the time. And I know you were also. So, yeah. I know that changed stuff. Because, see, look, that also didn't come into play until after all those ass whoopings. And then it turns out, uh, homie was a dog. But, <laughs> that, that you know, that's not important in the beginning. Yeah. I, with me, it, but in prison though, it, it is different it, because when I first got there though, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, a right. lot of people don't know. I mean, I think since you met me too, I already had it covered up. But I used to have a paw print yeah, on my yeah. yeah. So I used to have a paw print, and so you know they they want to look at that shit because they're like, well, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, listen, man, I used to do this, blah 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 blah. It's just over now, you know what I'm saying? But they still want to check that shit. With the with with me going to the county. I didn't really just run into people I knew. Yeah. So it was like, okay, now I'm, I'm making my name yeah. for who I am and where I'm from and what I bang. Oh, so you never said nothing in the beginning? No, I, I never do. Wherever I go, I never say, hey, I'm a blood. Yeah. Or this is what I bang. Oh, this is all a legend. Yeah. I never say none of that. I just go in and I, I like peeping out the scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to find that. You're, you're going gonna to find out who's who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like you, you, you see who's locking and up I can, and who's that, acting I can one deal way. with people yeah. from that standpoint. Like, I can... Fuck with you on another level besides you fucking with me because I'm a blood. See, I wish I would have done that. I want to fuck with you because of who you are. Wish and that's why that. I fuck with different races, yeah. Crips, no matter what. Because I'm, I'm not fucking with you because you're set. I'm fucking with you because who you are. Yeah, who you are. Because it's a lot of bloods that ain't, ain't shit. Ain't shit. So, so I'm not going to just lock up and be cool with you yeah. and then turn around and you, you ain't shit. Yeah. Now, I'm stuck fucking with you. Now, I got to cut it off and it become a problem. Yeah. Nah. So, but when I got to prison... Due to me doing 18 months in the county, I get to prison, a lot of people knew me. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, he a blood, blah, 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 he cool. So our first night, a Mexican from San Antonio get into one of the bloods. And people, I tell people this story all the time, but the, black, the, the black dudes was arguing. Like, yeah, my nigga, fuck you, da, da, da. you gonna do this, you gonna do that, trying to handle the essay. And the essay like, okay, okay, whatever, okay. So the other essays kind of said something in Spanish. Let's say put his book down. He's like, man, okay. Yeah, my nigga, get off that bunk. I'm going to whoop your bitch ass. Mm -hmm. Mexican got off that bunk. And I swear, you know when in the movie Blade, when he pulled his sword and you yeah. hear that, shoom, yeah. I swear I heard it. <laughs> the Mexican beat the shot that The dude. Mexican pulled something and I swear I heard the, oh, wow. He pulled out some metal. And huh? I say, what is that? Yeah. This man had a baby sword. And it changed Everything in my life. Of course. It changed the nigga life. We were about to get in the fight. Because yeah. the SSA, so now what's up, homeboy? What's up, my nigga? What's up, dog? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I mean, the disrespect after knowing you have the upper hand yeah. is ridiculous. And I'm like, what do we do? And he, yeah. And I'm like, what do we do? Yeah. He was like, he like, we got, we got to fight. We about to fight. I'm like, fight with what? I'm like, we don't have nothing. Yeah. 
This nigga has a whole sword. Yeah. What do y'all want us to do? He's like, man, he only got one swing. you like, bro, he part of the Wu-Tang. That's what, what the fuck? You got one swing? I'm not trying to get caught by that yeah. one swing. That, I, I might be the one swing. That motherfucker gonna go through me. This yeah. bitch was big. I went in the prison at 118. You're like, listen, skin is like paper. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't have nothing after this stomach, okay? <laughs> my stomach already touching my back. So I don't have much. So he's swinging. He, yeah, da, 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 what's up? So the black dude like, nah, homie, you good, you good, put the sword down, put the shank down, put the shank down. I'm still calling it a sword. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, fuck. But I gotta, I know what got, gotta go on. I know I gotta defend the Gotta put them boots on. I gotta put, gotta put the boots on. on. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So we uh we're doing it and the guards run in. Oh, yeah. I ain't never thanked the guards in my life for coming they in and stopping the thank everybody. Huh? I thanked everybody. They came in. It was a lot of movement, a lot of running, and they got the two dudes out of there. Yeah. They came back. They said, hey, they said it was a shank in here. Where is it? Got to turn everything. Nobody can find the shank. So now in my head, I say, oh, they still got the sword. <laughs> they still got the sword in here, and yeah. no one knows where it's at. Uh, what did they do to this sword? No where did they put it? it? Yeah, no and now I'm like, damn. Because I know what comes after this. We're still going to fight. Yeah. My mindset is, I'm not fighting nobody with a fucking sword. I will box you all day. You got a sword? I don't. I'm not trying to fight. I was scared all night. They told me, don't take my shoes off. And everybody yeah, had to stay up in rotation. Yes. Because the, the craziest part, the craziest shit talking, I should say, that I ever heard, the funniest thing, this big old Mexican dude from the east side named Ant and this little dude from east Texas named Shorty, uh, this black dude, they got into a fight. And I remember they both got into a fight. Now, Ant is like six foot something. Shorty, obvious, he's like five foot six. You know what I'm saying? And they get into it. And then it breaks up really quickly. Like, really quickly. And then I just remember the funniest shit talking was Shorty was talking shit. He's like, yeah, dog. He's like, I beat Mexican niggas' asses all day, every day. And then that nigga Ant said... Nigga, you don't even hit hard. And Shorty got so mad at just hearing you don't even hit hard. Because he took so much pride. Because he had knocked out a dude like a couple months back. And he was riding on that like wave of, yeah, no, I hit hard as fuck, boy. Like, you got me fucked up. Now, listen, this is the irony. We all get ready for a riot. Because I don't know if you remember this. This is before we met. Do you remember when the Houston Rockets played the Dallas Mavericks to go to the Western Conference Finals? I remember hearing Triple D so much in my life. And then I remember, bro, the Houston niggas, to make it worse, they started saying Triple H. Fuck y'all. And then I remember my homeboy Tiny said the funniest shit. He was like, fuck Triple D, nigga, Triple H. And he made his body into an H (laughs) and threw up two H's. I was like, that's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, a riot popped off on the pod across from us. So now everybody's like, niggas just sent word. And he's like, Mescas is into it with the Crips. That was the word that was passed down the way. And that's it. And they came and told me. Now, again, I've been cool with everybody. At this time, I'm washing clothes because I haven't gotten like no plug or nothing like that. So I'm only washing clothes. That's my hustle at the time. I'm washing clothes. So I'm cool with everybody. I'm washing everybody motherfucking clothes. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. And then that shit happened. And uh, they're like... But you got to put your boots on, dog. I said, why? <laughs> why for? Why cuz? I'm like, listen, I ain't no crip. And I ain't even messed up. So <laughs> I'm neither one of these things. <laughs> I'm Chicano. I was born here, dog. But, you know, you understand how politics yeah, works. Yeah. So I'm like, 
Alright, I mean, obviously I'm joking right now, but I, I was like, I was like, nah, it's, it's whatever. So I go put my boots on, I keep on washing and shit like that. And some black dudes come talk to me, and then they're like, hey, uh, I'm still good to get my sheets, right? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to hold you. I was like, listen, dog, this is business. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is, bro. I was like, we don't even know what's happening right now. Because after all that shit calmed down over there, nothing even fucking happened. But while waiting to riot, Shorty got into it with my celly. Now listen. My celly is a giant. Not literally. He's not huge. But he is the beefiest dude I have ever seen. He worked out, no bullshit, for five hours a day. Like, this dude was jacked bro they called him baby hulk he was huge okay and i funniest story real quick as a sidebar before i talk about this shorty fight the funniest memory i have with my celly i remember one day my celly woke up and he's like celly you're shaking the bed and i was like what and he's like you're shaking the bed and i was like oh uh my bad i guess because we're on like the bunks and i was yeah. like oh uh my bad i guess i didn't know what the fuck he was talking about because i was like i don't know what he was talking about like i was asleep and so i laid back down and then i hear him again and he's like celly you're shaking the bed. And I was like, I was like, dude, I, I'm not moving. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I'm asleep. And he was like, I, I can feel the bed shaking. I think he thinks I was, you know, yeah. doing my thing. So he was, he was getting mad, I could tell. And I'm like, dude, I'm not shaking the bed. Like, I don't know, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I'm not going to say sorry because I didn't do nothing. So I went back to sleep. Turns out I was starting to shake because I was going into a seizure. I had a seizure. <laughs> I, I listen. I don't know what happened during, but I wake up and my big ass Selly is holding me in his arms, shaking me, saying, Selly, and he's got his hand on my face. Bro, this is the gayest shit I ever wake up to. <laughs> now listen, I'm glad you saved my life and made sure I didn't choke on my tongue or nothing like that. But I wake up in another man's arms, shirt, he's, he's in his boxes, bro. We sleep. I'm in my boxes, he's in his boxes holding me. And I'm just like with my head on his chest, I wake up, I'm like. <laughs> and so listen, there's Oh, There's been studies done and shit like that. There is a little bit of short-term memory loss sometimes with, with shit like that. I didn't know where I was for like a hot-ass second. Like, for, like, I woke up, like, I thought I was still in the free world. So when this big black dude is holding me, I'm like... And like, for maybe like just 20 minutes, I was like, the fuck is going on? And then he's like, Sally, are you awake? And I'm like, uh, yeah, thanks. And then like, I sit up and I'm like, I'm like looking around, because everyone's just staring at me and, you know, and him, and I'm like, where the fuck am I at, bro? And then the laws come in and they get a stretcher and they're like, what happened? They're like, he seized out, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, where the fuck did that happen? <laughs> so anyway, that's my celly. Great dude, though. Great guy. Gambling addict, though. And terrible at it. But all love, though. But he was terrible. <laughs> anyway, him and Shorty, two crypt niggas, get into it, right? And then he told Shorty, he's like, listen, I'm not going to play with you, bro. He's like, stop, stop playing with me because I'm going to fuck you up. And Shorty start talking shit. And he's like, what if you talking about to catch this corner then? Because I ain't hard in a bitch. Again, dry. <laughs> dry said that. Bro, when I say my celly fab, baby hope, put his right hand behind his back. And punched this man with just one left hook. And knocked his ass out. Shorty got up, wobbled to the bathroom. And so Shorty was a known crip. Fab never told nobody he was a crip nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody even knew. Because he didn't really ride like that. I just knew. Because again, he's my celly. We talk. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was so wild, bro. Shorty felt like so played after that. But I find it crazy, though, about prison politics. Because, listen, prison politics and street politics, if I'm just going to be blunt and you can hate me, they don't make no goddamn sense. And this is the thing, right? And I remember hearing a T. Grizzly song one time that made the most sense to me ever. 
and it upset me. The niggas that told us they was real niggas wasn't even real niggas. Because I remember, bro. Now, this is all alleged. I remember when I got locked up, right? Now, allegedly, there was somebody with me with my crime. And I remember I got locked up, and I never said anything. And I did, uh, I did 18 months, and then I got out on probation. I remember coming home, and I hit that nigga up, and I was like, hey, I just did 18 months for both of us, and now I'm on seven years' papers. That whole time, I never asked for anything. I was like, I just got out. I'm having a hard time finding a job. We hit a lick, did our thing. I need some money just to start up. I'm like, I just need to buy a cell phone. Because companies are asking me for a phone to call me. I ain't got no phone. So I'm like, listen, just give me like 50 bucks so I can buy a fucking cell phone and pay for the first month. And that's all I really need from you, dog. After that, you good. Because I'm using my pilot's phone. Yeah. Nigga dipped out. Never heard from him ever again. And then I told you about the situation that happened to me in county of the whole reason why I stopped banging. So I just started realizing, bro, like, niggas will talk all this shit, or just people in general, really. People will talk all this shit about how real they are and how real you got to be and how true to the game you got to stay and how you got to follow this set of rules unless it inconveniences them. And then that's just out the window. See, I, I had that. And I, I said I fuck with everybody. Yeah. And I'm quick to be like, I don't care. I don't need to fuck with you. Yeah. Especially when I got to print, it was like seeing politics. Yeah. It was like, I ain't got to fuck with you. It is what it is. You don't like me. We can fight. Two things gonna happen. You gonna beat me up. I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah. It, it, that's how you need to beat me up. I'm not gonna stop talking. Yeah. So I'm not. I ain't gotta fuck with you. You don't. You can't make me talk to you daily. Yeah. You can't make me associate to deal with you anyway. So I don't care how this turn out. So I had to do. Yeah. So I had to do. Uh, I found out he was messing with a, a punk in this situation, but he was lying. He was like, nah, nah, nah. But what turned out. The punk, and for people who don't know what a punk is, I'm not being disrespectful in any way, shape, or form. This is what they're called, and this is what they're labeled as in prison, is a gay person. You know, that part of the community. So, um, he was dealing with this punk. And the punk happened to get moved to our door. So, now the punk, like, you know, claiming his last name. And I'm like, that's wild. That's, that's my nigga last name. From Aker's home. I know his daddy a big time nigga in the hood. That's why he got his recognition. And he's a blood. So I'm like, bro, are you fucking with my nigga? No, 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 no. I said, are you sure? They're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, all right. Push comes shove. He ended up coming out. Be like, yeah, that's boyfriend. That's who, you know. Your partner came out? or No, the punk came, came out and told us that's who I'm fucking with. That's who, you know, when I'm paying y'all, allegedly paying us off. To you know, keep, keep everything clean. Yeah. That that's where the money was coming from. Mm. So now we fucked up. So we approached the situation with the nigga. He he admits to it. He like yeah yeah okay I'm gonna take. I mean my you violation. got to. I think it'd be worse if you lied. Yeah. He said I'm gonna take my violation. So this was happening at twelve one o'clock in the morning when we approached him. So we was like all right, we're gonna go to rec today, and you're gonna come out there and you're gonna take whatever comes with yeah. it. Acknowledge everybody. Fade your shit. So. In the process, I guess he says... Did y'all do like a street violation or was it... Yeah, it's going to be a regular street violation. Okay. So... I mean, we know we're talking... We yeah. got to get into it, but... So, the, I guess he sent word to the punk. The punk wasn't in the dorm yet. Somehow, the punk found out what we was about to do. Totally. And he comes back and pushes the guard. So, the punk catch get said. So, now we have no other proof. The guy reneeds on what he says. 
and said he never said that. That he had never took the violation because he ain't doing nothing. So me and three other niggas that was like, no, you literally told us this morning this this was true. Now are trying to argue and fight with him. Y'all still him up? No, because they told us we couldn't. Now this is what stopped. This is this what is made me wild. stop fucking with niggas at that time. And so, that's why I said I don't gotta fuck with you. Yeah. I we still go out there. So now I'm the nigga saying I want to fight because for you from my hood, you repping my set, and you're doing this. Now you're trying to make me seem like I'm just talking. Yeah. And you're pissing. Like you make me seem like I'm a bitch. Yeah, like I'm like, spreading lies about yeah, you. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna spread a rumor about this. It's something you don't say. You don't call a nigga a thief, a snitch, or a punk. Yeah. There's that. Like there's three things you never say. Daniel. Never. And I would never put that jacket on you. Yeah. If I got proof, pause. Putting a jacket on somebody means that you label them as something, so they have to wear it. That's why it's called a jacket. Yeah. Because we're using a lot of prison terminology yeah, that y'all might get lost on. So we, I tell them, we go out there and they, and they like, little head, you tripping, you ain't got no proof. I'm like, this nigga said it out of his mouth first off. And the punk not in here because he called out because he knew what we were about to do. So, therefore, that's good enough proof. Catching out means doing something on purpose to get yourself taken out of harm's way. Cell, yeah. So I'm like, bro, y'all got me fucked up. Either y'all gonna let me... Y'all gonna let us punch. Y'all gonna let run this again. Or I'm not fucking with y'all. So one of the older heads was like, nah, little head, you gotta understand. It's some big homies down here with girlfriends and this, this, and that. I say, I'm not down here on prison term. We're not a prison gang, so therefore, I'm not about to accept shit because we're in prison like this. Fuck that. This is a no, this is against the rules and the laws of what we stand for. This nigga ain't got a lot of time. This nigga got 15 years. He been gone already, but like six, seven of them. So he about to see parole. It's not like he got 50, 60 years. So they're like, oh, no, and it's okay for somebody to fuck with a punk as long as it's beneficial to everybody. See, to, to me, that's what I was just about to say. That's the weirdest loophole, right? Because, so look, I remember, bro, before I got on y'all unit, I was at a different unit, right? And I had, again, for lack of a better term, because it is prison terminology we're using, a punk. I had a punk for a celly. Okay, and I remember he used to keep the cell clean and he would always cook and he would give me shit and stuff like that So then people started saying like, oh, Boogie got a punk and I was like, no, that's just my cell. Yeah, like I have to live here, bro I can't be moved. You know what I'm saying? Like and then This word and I probably should have never did this because it made it look worse But my celly got me a job in the school because I was working uh, Laundry and it was summertime. I'm like, bro, it's so fucking hot. I was like, yeah. I'm always hot. I'm always tired I was like, I hate this shit. And he's like, I'm a tutor in the school. Don't you got your GED? And like, didn't you go to 12th grade? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'll get your job as a tutor. He's like, I'll, I'll get you moved inside the schoolhouse. I said, bet. Rumor goes around. They're like, oh, he got his boyfriend a job because they be fucking in the schoolhouse. And I'm like, that's not even true. Now, again, this, at this time, I'm not with nobody. I'm by myself. Yeah. But again, these rumors are spreading around and certain people are starting to stop fucking with me. So now it's fucking my business yeah. because now at this time, I do have a plug. Yeah. So I'm, I, I got that tune sheet, you know what I'm saying? Which uh, slang term for K2, which is uh, synthetic marijuana, yeah. everybody. When it was legal. When it was legal. I got that tune sheet. And I, I'm selling that shit. And some people wanted to quit fucking with me. Because then there was a rumor that started out that the way I was getting in was through the punk's ass. Where I'm like, I had this when I was on the other side of the unit, nigga. Like, I got moved over here. With it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? See... But, oh, okay, so for those of y'all that don't know, real quick, I was, 
I don't even think I should bring it up though. You know what I'm saying? Because you know the things on my stomach, right? Yeah, there's no point in bringing it up. Oh, okay. We spoke on it before. You but but what I'm saying is this though: there were certain people that I was rocking with, tough every day, that just quit fucking with me. Where I'm like, damn, bro, you gonna let a rumor like that? I was like, this is high school. This is high school gossip shit. Where I'm like, y'all know me as a person. Y'all know my character. That I've shown you who I am before this. Because you remember when that rumor ended up following me to that unit. And you and Nitty, y'all both rode for me. Y'all was both like, listen, See, man. I've been fucking with him tough for, what was it, like a year already, right? Before that shit came up. Yeah. And y'all were like, I don't believe it. I'm going to go ask him. See, but I have one saying that I follow. And it's like, um, sit, the situation ain't changed you. It just brought the real you. Yeah, right? it just brought the real you. And right. I always say this all the time. Like. You, if you change up, that means you wasn't real from the jump. Fact. And that, I was about to say that. When shit do come out, no matter what, I if I'm fucking with somebody tough, and I hear something that's negative against that character, first, the first person who told me, I'm going to stop them in their tracks. Yeah. Like, hey, I don't want to hear all this. But I'm just telling, I don't care. I don't care. Because I, I fuck with him. So now, before you can finish your story, however you want to spread what you're going to spread, I'm going to pull up on him. I'm going to pull up on my nigga, and I'm going to tell him off the jump, like, I'm done with you. Hey, Boogie, let me holler at you. Look, come to my rack. You know, tonight I'm going to pull up at your rack. And I said what I said. Hey, Boogie, this is what I'm hearing. Tell me your side of whatever the situation is, and I'm going to go based off how I feel about it. Well, because you remember the only other time that a jacket was trying to be put on me was, do you remember that guard that I had got into yeah. it with? Uh, 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 Jackson? Nah. No, Jackson was his partner. He Jackson was, was defeated. You talking about the man? No, yeah, the dude. Remember the uh, one that was on Host Squad? Uh, anyway, to, to give yeah. some backstory, a, uh, a guard got fucked up with me about something, and then I had to get taken out to go to court. And when I got taken out to go to court, he, I don't know what possessed him, honestly, to say something. But he told everybody, like, damn, man, y'all boy down there snitching. I got proof he's down there snitching. So when I came back, everybody was politicking about me being a snitch. Which, again, and I've said this before. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. I think I did. Yeah. That time we got drunk with, with Dan. You had everything. I was like, I'm doing everything. What am I telling myself? Yeah. And then I remember, too, everybody. Because you remember, I was so mad when, uh, who was it? Oh, Black Tony and, and Nitty were the ones that pulled me to the side. Because they're like, hey, there's rumors going around. I know you kind of involved in shit, but we kind of all involved in shit. So, like, what's happening? And I was like, who the fuck said that? Franklin. Franklin. And then I remember I was told that. And I was like, the guard? And they said, yeah. I said, I run up on his ass right now. I don't give a fuck. And then you remember that? I ran up to him, bro. And then him and the other guard wanted to fight me because they were like, we'll go in there right now. Whoop your ass. I said, come in here, bro. I said, because that's bullshit. And I remember after that happened, everybody was like, man, he did that shit for clout. Blah, 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 blah. And I remember you and Nitty were like. No, bro. Like they're like, listen, that's just dead now. They're like, don't nobody ever say that about Boogie again. And they're like, cause he's crazy. He don't give a fuck. He's about to discharge. He's discharge. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he got no time. reason to do that. <laughs> I really don't like. I, that's and that's what I say. I have. But I remember one. Black Tony though told me I was crazy for doing that because he's like, did you think that was gonna make people? But I said I didn't do it for other people. I did it for me because I'm like, you're not gonna put this jacket on me, bro, to try to get me beat up because you know you can't do nothing to yeah. me. Well, I'm See, like, that shit ain't gonna ride. I had one incident. You remember KO? Mm-hmm. Now, it was where KO was one of the best boxers on the unit. Yeah. Him and Lil' Chris. I remember Lil' Chris. Everybody him said Lil' Chris, Chris got his hands. Him and Lil' Chris was the two best boxers on the unit. Yeah? For the whole unit. Nobody I mean, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they called KO for a reason. Yeah. So, 
You know, me and Kale was in business yeah. at Forrester Grills. Yeah, yeah. Now, I got popped that one time. I remember. Because I was being lazy, didn't clean up. Nitty tried to help. Situation was bad. I get popped, get fired out the ODR. I remember. Now, Kale get moved out the ODR also. Now, the captain of the ODR came in there. Captain of the kitchen came in there, pulled me out of class. That big ball head motherfucker, right? The woman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big head. Yeah. She came and pulled me out the kitchen. I mean, out of class one morning, and she was like, uh, this is, you know, you're not going to be in there no longer. This is why. Uh, so it's for the sandwiches, right? For the grill. When I, we yeah. had the grill shit, and we was doing all that. So I, she was like, now did such and such, she used his real name. I can't remember his real name. But she was like, did uh, he have anything to do with it? I'm like, no, ma'am. She was like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm pretty sure, like. I, that was I would know that. Yeah. yeah. I I working over there. I was bringing everything. I was doing everything. I took the full blame for it. Lost my job. Got rolled up and all that shit. So, they still went and shook his shit down. Mm-hmm. Now, I learned it was because it wasn't the first time that something like that transpired. And he got in trouble for it also. Mm-hmm. He got fired at the ODR because it is on multiple occasions. So now it happened again. She automatically thought he had something to do with it. Got it. So it came back there. It was like, oh, I seen Head talking to her. And I was like, well, yeah, because she was telling me I was fired. And she was, she asked, but I didn't say shit. Yeah. I'm like, it's nothing nobody can see or nothing. Any, she can't say it. I say, y'all can, anybody can talk to her and say, I didn't say shit. And they were like, oh, it's K.O. really stopped fucking with me. Me and him was real cool. He stopped fucking with me. So just how I am, I can't have no jacket on me like that. Yeah. So I pull up on him one day, knowing he the best fighter. Knowing this, knowing I probably got beat up. I pulled up on him one day. I'm like, say, bro, listen. I run to him, what happened? I said, my nigga, I'm, I don't snitch. I don't give a fuck what the situation is. I don't care what I'm looking at my damn self. Yeah. I'm not going to tell on nobody. Yeah. I said, for you to stop fucking with me because you thought I told, it's some whole ass shit. Yeah. I say, so this is, you know, it is what it is. But my nigga, I'm not about to be going around and snitch. Now, if you want, if you feel some type of way, if you really feel like we get a roll I snitched on you, yeah, we get a roll Then we can go ahead and fight. And this is why I figured out he didn't think I snitched. It was just everybody was saying something, and he just fell back. Yeah. But because he was like, "Nah, you good?" I like I'm saying, bro. If you feel like I told on you, feel like I got you in trouble in any way, shape, or form. Like we can go ahead and get this. Yeah, we get out. Of, yeah. And you can, we'll go from there. We ain't gotta fuck with each other no more. But I'm letting it be known that. I didn't say shit. Yeah. Because Bloods came to me. You know, he was crib. Bloods came to me like, damn, what happened? And why is it? I said, I told every one of them. I said, my nigga, if y'all feel like I snitched or y'all feel like I said anything out of line to this woman about this situation, y'all can stop fucking with me. See, because I tell people, my character, the, the things I did, the thing I was getting in, bro, you know I was on fucking restriction months on the end that time. Like we both were. That's the yeah, reason why I you, me, and Nitty had hustled so hard. We was on all three of us stayed on restriction. Like it was and black nothing. Tony. Yeah, all the time. All like the time. and we still ate. We still yeah. did what we had to do. But bro, we was on restriction. Like no exaggeration. I had four or five months of straight restriction. I remember. I spent my last six months in solitary. Remember? I couldn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, bro, I, that's not me. You're not about to put a jacket on me like this. I'm. I will fight. Literally anybody that, off this situation. You know what that advice me of, bro? Do you remember that time I walked out the kitchen because they had lockdown because they couldn't do the fucking count right and we got stuck in the cafeteria and the nigga asked me for my ID and I flung it across the fucking kitchen, bro? That shit was why because I told him I had a pee. Remember, I had that hernia, bro, so I couldn't hold my bladder. And I told him, I was like, listen, I have a medical paperwork 
this shows I cannot hold my bladder. Like I have to go to the bathroom and they yeah. won't let me go in the kitchen even though I work there because it's not my shift. So please, can somebody escort me back to my cell or tell them let me in the kitchen? And they're like, no. I said, well, you got to write me up because I'm going, I'm going to the bathroom. And they're like, and they're like, what? I said, I'm going to the bathroom one way or another. I can walk right now. You let me walk to my, to my dorm and take a piss or I can pee right here at the fucking storage desk. Like it's either one, but one's going to happen. Cause I got to pee and he was like, give me your fucking ID. And I just started walking away. Hey man, I said, give me your ID. And I like flung it. I, I, I said, they say you got a salt or something. Or yes. Yeah, bro. And then I went back to the door and they're like, the fuck you doing? It's no movement. And I was like, I had to pee. And I was like, I'm already getting ridden up. And he's like, let me see your ID. Sergeant got him getting rid up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, I guess get in here, bro. Fuck. I don't know what to say to you bro, right now. They was, it was so funny. Just that unit by itself. Yeah. Oh, but hold on. I, I said that because to say this, it's crazy how. People just try to add a narrative, bro. Like, the part that KO was a crip and that you were, you know, a different set had nothing to do with the original story or the original problem. But it came out. Exactly. Because, again, the original shit of me having this person as my celly has nothing to do with anything. But they turn it into a whole ass narrative where I'm like, this ain't got shit to do with shit. I was like, this literally has nothing to do with anything. I'm like, did he give me a job? Yes. But because he's my celly. I was like, did I eat with him? Yes, bro. I was like, listen, I'm not, I was like, listen, bro, I'm not superstitious or I'm not part of this weird ass culture where it's like, oh, bro, you can't eat from the same spoon as a guest. Because you remember when that was going around where it's like, bro, if a punk, if a punk makes you a food, you can't use the same bowl. That's a violation. I'm like, what? Like, this is the dumbest shit. Like, I'm not going to catch them in front. I'm like, look, the nigga cooked me food for free. I'm not going to say no. I've been on restriction for three months. This is the best <laughs> shit I ever had. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro, you retarded. Like, no, that's crazy. Because, again, another hustle that he had was, because uh, he was on restriction at this time at the other unit. I was on my best behavior. I wasn't on restriction yet. He used to make cheesecakes. So he used to be like, hey, listen, if you buy me all the shit to make my cheesecakes, I'll give you the money, you know what I'm saying, to pay your shit back, and I'll give you a free piece of cheesecake. I said, bet that. That's a dub. So I would give him all the shit. He'd make the cheese. I wouldn't do shit. He'd make the cheesecake, give me my piece of cheesecake, and then he'd fucking pay me back. And then I would just do that week in and week out. But then people were like, oh, you buying any gifts? I was like, gifts? Like, this is business. What you mean? I'm like, when you give me my sheets, I'm like, are you trying to fuck me, dude? Like, no. I'm like, this is business. I'm washing your sheets. Son. I'm pressing your whites. I don't think you're trying to fuck me. Like, that's the craziest thing, bro. Like, that's just how, you know, that's just. Like, you can't even be nice to. to it's crazy, bro. Honestly, like, this is. If you're nice to a, to a punk in prison. You're fucking them. Like, it's crazy, bro. See, and it's, it's, but it determines who your surrounding is. Now, when I got G4 off the Neil unit, yeah. I went up to Amarillo. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I was Amarillo. Yeah, I, I went right up to you. Amarillo. Okay. I don't remember the unit name, but I still got letters. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm trying to think of it. But I went up to Amarillo, and the barber name is Pooh. Oh, I remember. Now, <laughs> I remember you telling me about that in a JPEG, I think yeah, you told the, me about it. His barber name is Pooh. Now, when I say Pooh is this big ass black dude, yeah. he big, but go by Pooh. Girly, yeah. switch, the whole nine yards, but he's the barber. Yeah. And you know, you gotta get your haircut. You know, I was that nigga. I remember, I remember sending you money because I told y'all, like, get your haircut because I know oh, you're looking dusty. I'm that nigga. <laughs> I remember telling you that. All the time, who was in a barber shop. Big ass parts, 
doing all the fancy I remember getting the designs shit. and shit. I was getting him. in trouble for the designs too. Didn't give a fuck. Still got them. I remember that shit. <laughs> I was him. Yeah. I was big all oh, stars and stars everything. everything. Park on it. And I didn't give a fuck. I remember a star you got behind your ear for your birthday. So I remember that. I, I, I was I went over to Amarillo and did it worse. Yeah. Because they was doing the See, because I couldn't see it. Yeah. But. I'm doing a whole all this design from yeah. here on. Oh, so how you get it now? Yeah. Okay. And the whole part. Yeah. And you know, my hair was. Oh, you getting the push of T part? Man, I was killing it. <laughs> but the thing was, the punk got to do it. Yeah, I mean, so, got to. so who am I real cool with? Because I see him every week. I'm in this chair literally getting touched up, getting my shit done every week. The punk. The punk. Yeah. Me and the punk got cool. I bring. Because you should just sit yeah. there and talk, bro. You're not going to sit there and be yeah. all stiff. And we G4. So it's nobody out here with us besides me and the punk, probably SSI. Yeah. But we G4, so it's me and the punk. And people want to get their haircuts. But bitch, I'm paying down there $5 to get my shit right. To get my shit right. Yeah. All every day. This punk going to make. Five dollars off every, me every week, yeah. Every week, and then go do something else. Y'all not gonna pay him like I pay. I'm bringing soda, snacks, stamps, and sitting in the chair. So people was like, "Damn, head, what the fuck you got going, bitch? I'm getting my shit done." What? Like, and that's when people was like, they didn't, they didn't ever question it because they knew me at that time. They knew, even though I was fresh, they still knew like, okay, this little nigga is just a fly ass young nigga. This is what he do. Do you remember the nigga that we used to fuck with across the way? That we recently talked about not too long ago. You remember? The dude across the way. You remember all the bad things that were said about him, bro, but I used to talk to him. The workout guy. Yeah. Yeah. I used to talk about him. I used to talk to him all the time when I was over there. And he was so cool, bro. He was like the nicest dude ever. He used to do everything for everybody. And all everybody did was talk shit about him. And I'm like, bro, why y'all so mean to this nigga? Like, but listen, regardless of what he do, though, listen, this is my thing, right? I always had this as my mindset because I remember... When I first got to prison, right, the unit I went to, I seen some fucked up shit. And I remember I had seen some fucked up shit. And the dude behind me, my celly, this white dude from Kansas City that did my chest piece, he, like, pushed my head like this. And at the time, I was mad because he touched my face. First off, I'm like, why is this old white man touching my face like this? But I, like, turned around, and he's like, look forward. I look forward. You know, it's my first time, and he's old school, so I'm like, what's going on? He's like, you never... Ever worry about nobody else's business but your own. He's like, that's the best way to stay out of trouble. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a fuck what anybody does. You doing your own shit, so worry about your own shit. Yeah. And I, like I said, we ain't got to get into what the fucked up shit was that I saw, but I saw some fucked up shit. And he was just like, face forward. So again, regardless of what you do on your free time, because this is the thing, right? People could have had problems with me doing my shit. Where, you know, like I said, all legend. I'm selling my thing. I'm holding this thing for other people. You know, I'm I'm holding that thing thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, there's tons of shit, though, that... Well, let's be honest. There was one nigga that was all up in my shit. Yeah. My celly. Dumbass. Dumbass nigga. But my whole point is this, though, right? That nobody liked him because yeah. he was like that. So I'm saying I never treated old boy like that either because I'm like, look, bro. You do your thing. Like, I fucks with you still. Like, I'm like, look, you're a good dude. Like, you're a good person. Plus, you know, I used to work out with him. But like I said, people had such problems with it where they're like, how can you fuck with this dude? How, why you want to be associated with, with this type shit? And I'm I, like, I had, I'm I, me. I had somebody tell me that in the beginning of my time. When I first signed, they told me, mind your business. The best way to do your time is mind, mind your business. business. Now, it took me a minute to understand that and to actually do that. Yeah. But I, I was already kind of that way. But it, I, I learned why even more if yeah. they said that. Because like I said... Because well, you know the street also teaches you to mind your business, but not to that degree. Because I think prison is yeah, like ten it's a whole times. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. But it's like in there, 
you you pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah. Also, but at the same time, you don't let none of your none of what's going on around you affect you. you. Yes. So it took me a minute because I see shit happening or I hear about shit happening, and I be like, damn, bro, like I really want to whoop this dude on on the strength of he think he tough. Like I had I had a situation happen. I remember that happened with that. I remember that thing that happened with that dude that came in from my hood or whatever. Because remember, he was acting all tough, but he was also on some bullshit, though. Him and... I don't know what happened. You remember when he moved in, he started making that other dude feel fucking tough, that light-skinned nigga that yeah, got into yeah, it yeah. on, on GP. I'm like, why? A GP means, like, just general principle, like, yeah. for no fucking reason. See, I... On my last show, when I was at Amarillo, two dudes I used to fuck with. Now, this one dude is, like, 4'11". Yeah. He's that nigga that nobody mess with. He fuck with everybody. He friendly. He don't make stores. People kind of look out for him. Yeah. He on one of them little charges that really just about to get him sent home. He just here. Yeah. He don't belong in prison. He's not a fighter. He's not part of no gang. He's just cool ass young dude. So it was another dude. Big, bad, supposed to be that nigga, whooping nigga. Now he can't fight. We seen that previously to this incident. Okay. So he, they, uh, the nigga, the big and bad, he in the shower. He handling his business. The little young nigga walk in to do something, and the back, hey, my nigga, you trying to see? So he like, man, whatever, you tripping. So he walk off. Don't say nothing else to him. He walk off. The big bad nigga come out the shower, put some shorts on, put, on put his whole shoes show. on, yeah. and walk up. Now, I'm sitting in front of the sports TV. Yeah, I'm the only one. I'm sitting there, the young nigga standing under the TV, watching it. No one else around. They room open, but no one else around us. So, for those of y'all that don't know, we have two TVs. One is designated for only sports. And one is And the other one is whatever. You can watch a movie, TV shows. Sports stays on ESPN all Uh, day. And for football, it's like, you know, Fox, CBS, NBC, all that jazz. So, I'm on the sports TV watching. I'm on the front bench. The little young dude is under the TV watching the TV. So, I see my partner come up. I'm like, damn, bitch, why you soaking wet? Like I'm, like, I'm making a joke. Yeah, you fucking I don't know what happened until after the situation. So, my nigga don't say nothing to me. He just walk up to the nigga. He's like, damn, my nigga, I know you see me in the shower. Duh, 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 duh. So, I see my partner got his shoes on. I already got my shoes on. So, I was out doing something. So, I already had my shoes on. The young nigga got his shoes on. Just random. So, he... Dude, and the young dude was like, man, you tripping, bro. Like, I wasn't even bothering you. He was like, my nigga, I know you hear me talking to you. And slap him. Ooh. Boom. So, now... The two ultimate forms of disrespect in prison are slapping somebody and spitting on somebody. He slaps fire from this little young nigga. Now, it was so loud. When I heard it, I had to look back (laughs) to see who else heard it. Everybody was looking at us. Oh, you saw the boy. So, the young nigga, he is so timid and, like, don't know what to do. He... Yeah. Oh shit, that's crazy. I don't know what smart ass remark in my mind told me to say this, but I was like, fuck no, nah, it was crazy. You ain't hit him back. And every, <laughs> I swear, after I said that, everybody in their room was laughing and they used to say shit to me about that afterward. Cause, but it was just so, like, I was so shocked. Yeah. I mean, how do you not be shocked to seeing that? that I was so shocked. And then I look at him to do something that my partner, I'm not about to jump in. It's one on one. But I'm like, nah, it was crazy. You ain't slapping back. And everybody was just busting out laughing. Niggas was like, ha, ha. My father was like, I don't think you're a whole enough. So if you want to get this one-on-one, we go ahead and get it. Just I'm just letting you know you, that was some foul-ass shit you did. 
So I'm like, hold on, who told you that? My no, my partner told the young nigga that. Oh, okay. so he was like, we can get out one on one if you want. I, I don't think you a hoe. I he pretty much slapped him in the fight. The nigga was like, nah, nah. I just think it's crazy you slapped me. And I'm like, nah, nigga, it's crazy you don't want to fight. And they went their separate ways. So the young dude sat on side of me. He was like, do you look at me any different? I'm like, a little bit. Well, I know not to depend on you about shit. I mean, honestly, it does make you look different at somebody. I'm going to be honest. like It did, but in my mind, I'm like, bro, I would never stand up for somebody who's not going to stand up for themselves. I want two things when I go out, right? Like, just fucking my free world, I want two things when I go out. I want a nigga that I know gets bitches, gets women. I want to I want to be with somebody that I know gets women because I know he's not going to snake me for a girl. Yeah. And two, I want somebody out with me that I know like listen, if somebody's hating on me, I got somebody's got my back. I'm not going to want you to to fight my battle for me, yeah. but I just want to know in case if he got a partner too, then we good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. And that's what I told him. I told him after that I said, "Bro, the principle of what I'm telling you, I told him a lot of shit, but I said, "Man, at the end of the day, I said, "Bro, I would have wanted you to fight him." Yeah, I if say, you would have just got out there. He's bigger than you in all shapes and forms. You probably can't fight. But we both know he can't fight. We've seen that. Yeah. I say, so for you to just to get out there and fight would have meant way more to everybody in here than you allow him to slap you and disrespect you and you don't do nothing about it. And it just was crazy. And I tell people, like, I wanted to fight my partner because at the end of the day, I'm like, bro, you know he ain't that type of nigga. And then when I heard what happened, I'm like, bro, you know he's not that type of nigga to come in there and do no foul shit for what was going on. Because he tried to stay under the radar. Yeah, he ain't, he going home, made parole. He ain't doing shit. Never did shit. Don't do shit. He's that nigga that everybody just look out for. Like, we fuck with you. We cool. Everybody cool with you. And for my partner to do that, I felt some type of way. But, I don't know. I forgot what I was telling the story for. But <laughs> the point was, I be feeling some type of way about niggas doing shit. That's it. I think I was feeling some type of way about niggas doing shit. And, you know, playing a role like you super tough when we know you're not. Just to go back to the original thing, because I forgot. I just remember where we originally started. Birthdays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout I, out to Rosie. Shout out to Rose. <laughs> I, we apologize. It wasn't just... I don't me. apologize. Fuck that. That was Shut a great up. conversation. <laughs> Shout out to Rose. Shout out to Rosie. Turn up. I've been seeing your page. Enjoy your partying, what you're doing. Yeah. You know, continue to turn up. Enjoy that time frame, that mile, uh, milestone. But, but um... Yeah, no, I, I I look at birthdays differently, mostly because of prison. But now, like, my thing is, because as a dude, you don't, your birthday's not really appreciated. Where it's like, as a girl, it's a whole event. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, Rosie, we're having a whole event for her birthday. You know what I'm saying? And she had a whole event. She went out of town. She went to Mexico and stuff like that. You know, she did her whole thing, which, you know, great for her and stuff like that. But like me, I'm be honest, like, girls make a bigger deal out of it. Yeah. Like, if I'm with somebody at the time... They'll make a bigger deal out of my birthday than I will. Because I'm like, bro, I was just born. Like, it's funny, right? So, like, I was at work. And I remember this, one of the dispatch girls was talking to me. And she's like, oh, when's your birthday? I said, why? And she's like, so I can put it on the calendar. So that way everybody knows when it's your birthday. So we can get you something. I said, listen, man, I'm going to be honest with you. If you want to get me some, get some from my mama. She didn't want to do all the hard work. She won't stop bringing up these 12 fucking hours of labor and shit like that. So, you know, I just making a joke being funny, though. But they're like, no, for real, tell us your birthday. And I was like, look, man, Mike. No bullshit. Like, my birthday really don't matter to me because it's like, bro, one, I didn't do nothing. I just showed up. You know what I'm saying? That's first. So, like, as a baby, you just show up. It's not really anything special you did. You were just there. Yeah. And then every year, it's like, I'd rather celebrate throughout the year my accomplishments 
rather than just a day I showed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, on a day we close a business deal. Bam, that's something to celebrate. Yeah. I want to go out. The day that I told you we still got to go out because the day that we got the fucking sponsorship, yeah. I'm like, bro, I want to go out. I was like, this is something to celebrate. Like, this is crazy yeah. that a podcast got us to this. You know what I'm saying? That a business we started talking shit in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I remember, bro, it was late night. We're sipping on coffee, just talking shit. Like, and I remember we were just sitting there and we're like, we don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to get money at when yeah, we get out here. I remember that. I was just because I remember laughing so hard because you're like. We gonna be male hoes or like some shit. We, just kept, we kept saying just dumber that shit. Sound like some shit. But we both. Yeah, we just kept saying dumber shit that we were gonna do to get money. Because I remember it. It basically ended with us selling ourselves, which we. I mean, we don't do. But I just said I thought it was funny though. But everybody laughed at us. You remember because they were like, "Y'all stupid, bro. Like y'all ain't gonna get out here. I ain't gonna do shit." Because you remember, I remember people telling me all the time, bro, when I was leaving. They're like, "You ain't really gonna keep in contact with nobody." And I was like, that's untrue. I was like, I have three people I will keep in contact with. And I was like, and that's a fact. And they're like, no, you won't, bro. Ain't nobody going to give a fuck. Which I'm pretty sure you heard the same thing after yeah. I, I left. Because I know how it goes. Because there have been partners that, I, that have left me. And then, they're, and then I'm like, my partner said he's going to hit me up. And then he never hits me up. See, and with that, and like we told the story about how we yeah, yeah, yeah. linked up and we kept in contact. So people did say that, though. Oh, I know they people did. People was like, oh, that nigga boogie hit you up, that nigga boogie. I'm like, nah, but... You know, you coming, a nigga coming home. Yeah. And I, and I experienced it when I came I home. It took me a minute, but I, I did get back yeah. to you. Because I was like, I just got to get my shit together. And I'm saying, <laughs> it took, it take a time because you got to get shit together. Yeah. When I came home, I told niggas the same thing, Nitty. I told him, I'm like, bro, I'm going to hit you up. But give me I'm going to check on you. Just give me time. Yeah. And the transition from you, like I said, you experienced it. But also, like, for me doing eight and a half years. Yeah. From 2012 to three days before Christmas on 2020. Yeah. It's a long fucking time. Yeah. A lot of shit has changed. Yeah. So when I come home, yeah, we hear about J-Pay in prison, but I didn't know how the shit worked out here. No, yeah. Bro, that was that, the hardest was thing with me setting it up. That was, I didn't know how that shit worked out here. I didn't have money to put on people books out here or to set that shit up. Like I said, all this shit, I didn't know about that. So it took me a minute, but I still did it. And I say with people with the same thing with two people like oh boogie ain't gonna boogie ain't gonna boogie ain't gonna I'm like okay yeah like I don't know why then, that was a popular thing going around with that like boogie ain't shit I'm like bro then, what have I done to show you why ain't shit and then when a letter came through and pictures came through I'm like man boogie hit me up what for real then what he got going I'm like oh now y'all interested. yeah now y'all care now y'all interested <laughs> what nigga doing I said yep Astros game yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> Astros game you see my boy yeah okay and they was like what on that slide what are you telling him I said what's up no yeah like it, y'all wasn't caring about that and y'all wasn't fucking with him like that when he was in here now he gone here in the world he, y'all seeing he actually kept up and then I got G forward I got to my other unit and. I told my partner, I said, man, my nigga hit me up. He fucked for real, for real. And then, bam, you sent all the magazines. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I that. that sent them niggas out the water. I think I got you like two different magazine subscriptions. Then I got me. Some was sports. You got me Sports Illustrated yes. magazine, Sports Swimsuit Illustrated magazine. Yeah, I made sure to get that, that one. one that, that I made sure to get that one. That I made sure to get that one. That was the greatest one. <laughs> and then I got like. 
a couple of uh, you you sent me a couple other magazines yeah. I picked out just throughout the thing. Yeah, cause I remember you sent me something. I was like, I don't know what you want. So yeah, I, and you sent me a catalog with yeah, some I circles, and I was like, yeah, and sure. You sent me them, and yeah. we were like, what? And till the till the day I came home, I was still getting that subscription. Yeah, I know this nigga's not still paying on this subscription. Well, I was. I paid for it. I say. But I, I think it was like a two-year, three-year thing you did. Because I remember, because like I asked you before I got the subscription, I was like, how much longer till you got to parole? And then you told me, and then I set it up to a year after you got out. So, yeah, because it, it was still coming. Yeah. I was getting them, and I don't think when I got moved to my next unit, yeah. they it, it was a backup to coming to my next unit. Yeah. So when it hit me, I got a stack. Yeah. And then I got all the brand, when people was like, oh, man, a brand new swimsuit edition coming. I was like... I had that bitch. They're like what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get that. Like, yeah. I'm gonna get that when it comes when it drop. I'm yeah. gonna be getting it. Whatever, whatever. Bam, mail call. Oh, you appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> what? I said, my nigga got the whole subscription. Show. Yeah, right. Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated. Well, because remember, I told you when I first got to the magazine subscription, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I got. Because remember, I had three jobs at the time, and I told you, I was like, hey, I work a lot. I was like, I'll get you a magazine so that way you know I'm thinking about you and I'm going to send yeah. it to you. That way you know like you're not here by yourself. And I was like, but I'm not going to send a letter every month. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, but I'm going to do it when I can, though. And I remember you telling me, you're like, if you just give me these magazines, I'll be fine. And I was like, cool. And then I would still write you every now and again where I'd check on you. But yeah, I got, I think the first time you sent me like five magazines, one, only yeah. one got denied. Yeah, I, oh like, yeah, because I remember I was sending you a certain type of magazine yeah, where like, I was like, I'm like, can I at least see it? They're like, because <laughs> I sent you, because I sent you a bad boy. Like, I ain't gonna I'm lie. like, can I at least see it? They're like, no. I'm like, can you show Where, me? Look, when I ordered it, I knew it was going to go through. I was I like, like, ain't no way. Said, can you show me why it's being denied? She's like, uh, nudity or something. I'm like, it was bad. Can you just show me it? Like, come on. <laughs> like, they, no one has to know that you gave it to yeah, me. Just it was bad. Give me. And they're like, no, we can't give it to you. They, they, they would not give it to me. They, I did. they was like, you can um, send it to Huntsville and get it. I stopped sending it. I don't care. Maybe it's a chance. Yeah. They're like, no. You never got it, right? Never got it. Yeah. And they're like, I know because they sent me this. The magazine place was like, you have, uh, I think it, I think it was when it was like three. Where they're like, you have three uh, returned subscriptions if you want to cancel it. And I was like, why is he not accepting that? <laughs> but, then I, but then I read the name of the magazine that was coming back. I was like, yeah, they're not letting it they're So not. I canceled that one. Yeah, they were like, but, no, no, no. I'm like, fuck. But the other ones, no, I kept them yeah. going because every year they asked me, they're like, do you want to renew it? And I said, yes. Yeah, I can't. Uh, like I said, until I found out that you came home, I renewed it every year. Yeah, yeah, I, I renewed it every year. All, all, all the time. And I'm like, yeah, because Sports Illustrated, I made sure to keep that one up. The swimsuit one, I made sure to keep that one up. And then there was another was one better. that you said you wanted. Uh, that, I don't remember, but you said you were like, I really want this one. It was either. Uh, I don't think it was about music, though. Was it, was it the one about music? Nah. Nah, I don't know. No, that wasn't you. That was somebody else. Nah. It was. It was Cause I also sent another part of Double XL magazines because that's all he wanted was Double yeah, XL. I didn't get Double XL. It was something. Uh, Damn. I can't remember, but I know it was about uh, females. I know it was Okay, well, yeah. Well, it was just one of them that you were yeah. like, this is the only one I want to keep coming. Yeah. Because you knew it was getting through, and then I remember you telling me, you're like, oh, I'm kind of making bread off this shit. And yeah, I was like, it was that's fine. So, but other than that, people going to feel how they feel about when niggas get out. And like oh. I said, I'm not, even for my niggas who locked up now, I know I'm not the best partner on writing and dinner because I be doing so much. And I'm just, it doesn't work for me. I don't pick up the phone for numbers I don't know. And you don't pick up the phone for numbers you do know, motherfucker. Whatever. But my cousin just called me from California. Shout out to Terry, man. Coming home. I t- he called me. And he was like, damn, cousin, why you ain't picking up the phone? I'm like, first off, who is this? <laughs> okay, because when I picked up, it was talking about 
Okay, hold on. After this story, but we're going back to birthdays. Okay. Hey, after this story, we're going back to birthdays. So it was, it was talking about prison, California. Don't know nobody in prison in California. Yeah. Not thinking about it. My yeah. cousin, he picked up. Hey, what's up? We running. I said, okay, write me. I'm trying my best. Yeah. Call me. I pick up. And he's like, all right, bet. Back to birthdays. I feel the same way about you. <laughs> I don't celebrate birthdays like that. I be like, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. And like you said, females celebrate it more than we do. They'd be quick to be like, oh, what you want to do? Where you want to go? Da, da, da. Now, I'm about to get off parole. But, I just see my parole. But then it the turns day. into their birthday celebration. Like, yeah. it's basically an extra their birthday because yeah, they, they take you they where they want to go. They want to turn up. Which, like, I mean, don't get wrong. Because this is the thing, too. Right, let's be real. You're going to pay for your own birthday celebration. Yeah, for Like, sure. it is what it is. Because girls can have birthday celebrations and I spend a dime. Which, I'm not upset. Pretty girl privilege is real. I'm just saying... It's not that big a deal to a dude because it's like, first I got to pay for everything. I'm going to go somewhere you want to go that not really I want to go to. I mean, I'm going to have a good time because I'm a good time anyway. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, I don't go on my way no more. Because before I did, I used to like plan it. I used to, God, especially when I first came home, them first three, I was like, okay, like I got to turn up. And then I remember when you came home, I was like, we got to turn up for see, the first one. See, I'm not even turning up. I didn't even, like this year I did a resort. I went to uh, Austin. I remember. So I, I was good. My next turn up coming in, in about 45 days. Yeah. That's my off parole I turn up. I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to go to California, bro. I don't know. Bitch, I, I want to go to, that's I what I'm saying. I want to go to California. I'm about to go to Florida. Bitch, I'm getting off parole. That's, that's my turn That's what I like to hear, though. Bro. That's July like 19. Yeah, I know. So, it's right after my birthday. I remember yeah. telling you that. So I'm like, right then, if I, I will turn up for that bigger than I turn up for my birthday. Yeah. Because that's a big milestone. Yeah, but me. that's what I'm saying, though. For men, I think that you should celebrate more milestones. Because, yeah. again, I don't think a birthday is a milestone, but you showed up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm here. That's a participation trophy, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And I said I did good when I got off my ankle monitor. Yeah. I went out because I was able to get out now. So yeah. I did good. I did something for that. But my next milestone, I've always told myself, when I get off parole, I'm going to go out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to turn up in Houston. I want to go to Cali for two weeks, and I'm going to go to Florida. Yeah. I just I just talked to somebody about going to Florida uh, in August. Yeah, that's so, what's up, bro. Then we got a cruise. Me and my family got a cruise. Never been on a cruise. Oh, they're so fun, dude. So they have, so oh. they want to go on a cruise. Oh, to man. Jamaica. I wish you would have told me. Oh, dude, listen. I've been to a cruise to Jamaica, the Bahamas, Mexico. Bro, they're so fun. See, so fun. Gone, listen, hey. Word of advice, get the drink pass. Get it. Hey, look. But you know I don't drink like that. Get it. No, no, no. That don't matter. Get it. Because, listen, you get into the club for free. If you have the drink pass, because you don't got to use it on yourself. You could use it for women. Oh, you say, oh, man, that long hand. Because, listen, I ain't going to lie to you. There's been plenty of times. Because, again, you look like a baller, too. Because you get whatever drink. Yeah. And it's on the drink pass. So, like I said, bro, there was this one girl there that I was fucking with. And I went ahead and I was like, what you want to drink, mom? And then, you know, bartenders know me because I'm there every night. And then I got, <laughs> and I got the drink pass. So they know me. And then I tip well. So the bartenders hooked me up. So when she's drinking herself, she's like, that is kind of a bullshit drink. And she's like, I guess I'll take this. Because her drinks are kind of bullshit. Yeah. I go up there. Big Daddy go up there. You know what I'm saying? Lay his dick down on the table. You're and then I get this. I get a stiff I get a stiff drink. Well, no, because, again, they already know yeah. me. So half the time, I'm going to be honest, bro. So the drink pass gets you 15 drinks a day. The bartenders got so cool with me and my dad because we would tip $20 every night. No matter what. We're not paying any money. But we would just give them 20 give them 20 give them 20 And And this each bartender where they're all fucking with Listen, bartenders fought to, to serve us. Bro, waitresses. We're not even at a table. So we're at the bar. Waitresses would come ask us if we're doing okay. That's how much they wanted to fuck with us. But anyway, so I'd get them a drink, bro. And it would be stiff. And they'd be like, oh, 
who is this? Like, how they, why are they treating him so nice? Because, you know, they talk to you, they be like, they be like, hey, sir, how you doing? Everybody, sh bouncer shakes my hand. All the bartenders want to shake my hand. They're like, oh, he's somebody. <laughs> I just don't know who. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, as I said, bro, get the drink pass. Get the well, yeah, drink I'm, I'm, pass. I'm going to go because that's my first time. Listen, and I got to get my passport. Nah, I want to go. I ain't going to lie. Nah, I want to go. I got to get my passport, too. I got my passport. Don't worry. I'll be there. <laughs> Uh, if you pay for it, four weeks. It takes a month. Four weeks, okay. If you if you pay How for the extra, it? it's not that expensive at all. I think I paid like oh shit, maybe like fifty bucks to get it expedited. But even if you wait, it takes six to eight weeks. So that's a month and a half to two months. So if I start now, I'd be good. Oh, quick, I'd go to good. go to the fucking UP, uh, USPS. Yeah, the post office. If you just go to the post office spot, it's, it's, it's honestly quick. All you do is you go out there, you fill out the paperwork, you. You pay a little bit of money. They'll ask you, do you want it expedited? If you want to say no, because if you got the time to wait for it. Because my thing was, I didn't want to wait for it. Because I was like, I want to start traveling ASAP. See, I got, you know, I still got 45 days no matter what. Yeah. I get off on the 19th next month. So I still got a month and some, some change. change. Yeah, no, so go ahead and get it. I yeah, start now. Don't, you ain't got to expedite it. Just go ahead and get it. I get it ready, it'll be right after I get off, bro. Yeah. But listen, when we sign up for the crew, they say, do you want the drink pass? You say, yes, I want the drink pass. Okay. Because listen, worth it. Okay. It covers drinks all day. All day. The only day it doesn't is the first day, but that's because Texas has a rule where you can't serve alcohol on Sunday. So if you're sailing out on a Sunday, you can't have any alcohol. So your your drink pass is no good. Okay. So you just take a little bit of money. Honestly, bro, I balled out and had a great time with $200. Like $200, best fucking time ever, bro. No bullshit. Two hundred dollars. See, I I wouldn't go. But that was for me solo. I was a solo male. I don't know if you're, you know. I don't know. We going as a family. We yeah. might just like have our significant others if they we having them like that. But other than that, well, listen, I'm I'll, not, I'll be a plus one. Son. I'm just, not. You know, I'm trying to go to go. I'm trying to go listen, to have my own cabin. Listen, we 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 gotta take photos. We gotta go ahead and send them in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we gotta know, my boy. We gotta. You know, that that's my plan. My brother, <laughs> my baby brother went. And he, they said they could not find him at all. You, you should. So I'm like, bro, where was you at this whole time? He was like, I was in the club, bro. bro. I said you was where? He said I was in the club. Listen. He said you think people don't sleep? He said no one sleeps on a cruise. Like they take naps throughout the day, but one, two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, everybody. They got a casino. The, they the got cruise. a bar. They got a club. They got a lounge. Son, listen. Uh, you're going to have the greatest time. I'm excited for you, my boy. So that's and I'm not going to lie. Hope I get the invite. <laughs> Mama, I love you. <laughs> Give me the invite. Send me there. And I will be there, son, with so, bells on. I lose my job behind this. Now play. <laughs> so, yeah. They, uh, that's their plan. They want to do that. So, that's my Florida, Cali, and then the, the cruise. cruise. All within a year's frame of me being off. It's fun, son. It's fun. So, that's great, though, bro. That's great. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. I, so I seen them today. And I told my PR, I said, hey. You know, I ain't pissing in no more cuffs for you. He said, you got one more time. I said, I only got one more time, but I ain't going to tell you again. I ain't going to piss in no more cuffs <laughs> for you. He said, oh, I said, yeah. When I come here on the 19th, listen, all you got to do is have the paperwork ready. Listen, on the the day you get off, so that weekend, cancel your plans. We turn up. I said, man. I told Cancel him, your plans. We turn up. I told him for facts. I said, man, you know when I get in the car, it's going to smell like uh it goes by like a skunk died in that house. They already sitting there in the passenger seat row. Big face. So listen, guys, just to wrap up real quick. Again, happy birthday, Rose. Shout Love you very Rose. much. Um, real quick, housekeeping notes. Balanzi London. B-A-L-A-N-Z-I. 
got us out here drippy. You want to be drippy like your boys? You want the Medusa chain? You want the Cuban chain? You know what I'm saying? You want the bracelet, the pinky ring? You know what I'm and saying? Much, much more, man. Much, for much men, more. for women, you want it, go to BalanziLondon.com or you could go to official Balanzi on Instagram. Uh, check out their stuff, man. And if you're listening to this podcast, type in block down B L O K K D O W N, all caps, all one word at checkout, and you'll get 25% off. That way they know that we sent you and they'll take care of y'all, man. Yeah. And uh, Listen, man, they were very good with us. They gave me a tracking number. They sent it. It came just in time like they All said legit. it would. legit. Don't go on Google. I went to Google. They said it was yeah. fake, but you see us rocking it's, it. It's, hey, it's so all good all to go, man. With man. And like Shout I said, it's, it's a great time. And like I said, I ain't gonna lie. I've worn this stuff out twice. And uh, let's just say, if y'all out here sipping, go ahead and turn to pimping. Because the ladies notice the drip. They you know what I'm saying? They, they want to touch. Listen, man, I was so fly. I'm going to get a peek behind the curtain real quick. <laughs> For Rosie, man. Look, I look so fly, bro, from my brother's graduation. My sister took my Versace shades, oh, yeah. my Versace pinky ring, and put that shit on. And she's like Versace everything. Because we, we drippy out here. You know what I'm saying? We drippy. Like I said, well, I'm going to try to take some photos this weekend at my sister's birthday party. That way y'all can see the drip. You know, in 4K, 8K, whatever K there is whatever, on Instagram. Whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, thank y'all again so much. And uh, just real quick, I want to shout out all the amazing guests that we've had. Pineapple Dan from Splash World Radio. Josh Thomas from the Homegrown Podcast. Alicia Zapp with uh, her podcast, which is blanking on the name right now, actually. Oh, my God. I just Oh, the Dark Arts Podcast. That's what it is. Thank you. The Dark Arts Podcast. And uh, Jake from Jake's Take Podcast, man, we'll go ahead and tag y'all in this Instagram post. But it's much love for all the great guests that we've had. And we have more great guests coming up. So tune in, guys. Also, Gallo, El Cochino Chingon. Can't forget you, brother. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us. Uh, nice and, talking to you this morning, too, also. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Peace out. Hopefully. Shout out. Hopefully. Y'all hear about my holding my nuts, how my boy gonna be hurting. <laughs> Next when week, hold my nuts update. Hold my nuts.